Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. Before we get started, I do just want to ask you guys for a really quick favor. If you guys could please pause this episode, take a second. If you are listening on Apple Podcast, please leave me a review. If you're listening to Spotify or another platform, just take a second to rate the podcast. It really, really helps me out so I can continue to reach more runners just like you you. So sorry for that. Um, But you know what? Sometimes we just have to ask for help. And, uh, you know, as a coach, I'm big on telling people they can reach out to me for help whenever they need it. And this is me asking you guys for help. So if you've been enjoying the podcast, rating and reviewing this podcast means the absolute world to me. So let's dive in to today's topic. We are talking about the taper. We are going to be going into what a taper is, why it's important for racing. We are going to talk about you know, how to do a proper taper to get the best benefit out of it, and then some things to maybe look out for while you are tapering. But First of all, if you don't know what a taper is, what the heck is a taper? A taper is a decrease in training volume or mileage in order to allow your body to rest and recover in the days and weeks leading up to a race. Because when you can allow your body to rest and recover, you can show up to a start line feeling amazing. You can feel like you have lots of energy. You feel well rested. Um, your body is feeling good. And that's how we want you to feel on race day. And research has even shown that with a proper taper, it can actually improve your race day performance. So I don't know about you, but I know I want to feel my best and perform my best on race day. So I take my taper very seriously. You know, I talk to my athletes a lot about taking their taper seriously. And I know that the taper isn't the most fun, glamorous part of training, but it's crucial for your best performance. But I do get the question a lot, right, where people ask, you know, why why rest versus getting in some extra training? Like, why not like sneak in a couple extra hard pushes and some last minute training sessions? Like, wouldn't that help me be better prepared for race day? But when you allow your body to rest, when you pull back that mileage, when you decrease your training volume, 
your body has the ability to recover from all of the hard training that you've been putting it through. Because your body doesn't get stronger from hard workouts. Hard workouts actually break down your body and add stress to your body. Recovery is when your body builds itself back up and comes back stronger. So when you allow your body to train or when you allow your body to rest after training so hard in the days and weeks leading up to your race, you're actually allowing your body to be at its strongest potential by allowing it to fully recover and has given it the chance to actually come back stronger. And I know that this is going to sound crazy, but I would actually rather you show up to race day slightly, slightly undertrained and well-rested than getting to the start line feeling sore because you put in that extra last-minute training runs. But you know, for the taper, you know, when I say uh, we want you to be well rested, that doesn't mean that I want you to stop running or to, you know, cut everything back. You still want to be running. You still are technically, you know, putting in work and putting in the training, but we are reducing your mileage or training volume. Okay, so when when we think about our training, there's three things that go into training. It's training volume, which is the amount of mileage that you are doing, the length of your runs, uh, the time that you are spending in your workouts and your runs. That is your training volume. Then there is intensity. This is like the speed work, um, you know, the the effort level that you are putting into your runs and your workouts. And then the last thing is frequency. So training volume, intensity, and frequency equal your training load. So what we want to do with our taper is we want to bring down our training volume. Okay, so we want to bring down the length of our runs, the amount of mileage that we are running, but we do still want to keep up the intensity, maintain that same intensity, and we want to keep up the same frequency. So if you have been running for four or five days a week throughout your entire training plan, then in the days and weeks leading up to your race, you want to continue to run four or five days a week, depending on, you know, what your plan has has been telling you to do. And then the same thing for intensity. We want to maintain the same intensity that we've been doing throughout our training plan. We don't necessarily want to increase that intensity. So, you know, when you're in your taper, that's maybe not the time to be doing like super aggressive sprints. But during the taper, to keep up that intensity, that's a fantastic time to be practicing your race pace runs um, and to to really gear yourself to be ready for that intensity that you're going to be using on race day. So 
frequency stays the same, intensity stays the same, but your training volume goes down, your mileage goes down in order to allow your body to rest and recover. Now, the length of your um, taper period is going to depend on, um, you know, your athleticism, uh, what training plan you're doing, what type of race that you're training for. Most half marathon training plans are going to give you like a 10 to 14 day taper, whereas a marathon plan might have you doing two to three weeks of a taper, sometimes even a four week taper. Um, so typically the longer distance race, the longer your taper is going to be, especially because those longer races you've been putting in so much intensity and you've been pushing for so long in your training, your body's going to need a little extra time to fully recover and be ready to perform for you on race day. Now, if you've never done a taper before, and you love running, and you love long distance running, and you love those long runs, um, you might be freaking out a little bit. Like, oh my gosh, like two to three weeks of not doing super long workouts? Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have so much time on my hands. I'm going to go a little crazy. Um, I get it. You know, you are absolutely not alone. There's a lot of runners that get restless during this taper period. I mean, people even jokingly call it the taper crazies or um, the taper tantrum because there are so many runners that are just kind of tested mentally during this period where they are cutting back their mileage. You know, after training for so hard and you have this time where you're starting to decrease things, you know, I think it, I think that gives us um, time to double, you know, double, um, you know, like overthink things or second guess things. Um, you know, your race is coming up and this is something that you've been training months and months for. So you might have those fears or worries or, you know, excitement and you're you're kind of just buzzing a little bit and it is completely, completely normal. So if you find yourself freaking out a little bit during this taper or you have a ton of extra time on your hands, I want you to use that extra time for resting and recovering and for taking care of your body. You know, one big thing that I also want you to do is is take care of your mind. Uh, like I said, that fear, that doubt, um, you know, overthinking things, it can happen during this taper period. So I really encourage you to take some time to reflect back on your training, um, you know, even visualizing what it's going to feel like to show up on race day, what it's going to feel like to be running your your race, you know, this race that you've worked so hard for. Take some time to imagine and feel that moment of crossing the finish line. And sometimes working on the mindset and doing those visual vis- visualizations, as much as it's super woo-woo, 
running is a mental sport. So we need to work our mind. So if during this taper period, if we are pulling back on our training volume, then let's use that time to actually train our minds. I actually, I'm so passionate about, you know, this mindset for runners that I actually have a journal available on Amazon that has so many different prompts to help you build that mental toughness, to build your mindset as a runner, and that will actually help you have this kind of clarity and calm leading up to your race. So if you want to check out my journal for mindset for runners, it's on Amazon. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can go check it out, or you can just look up something wonderful's um, Run Your Mind Running Journal, and it should pop up for you on Amazon. But that is a really great tool, um, you know, a tool that is literally under $20 that can really help with your performance, um, ease some of those fears, and help you with that taper period. If you also find yourself with extra time, you know, make make time for naps, right? I you're I feel like people are either nap people or they hate naps. But if you find yourself with extra time on the weekends, you know, sneak in a nap. Um, getting good quality sleep, eight hours of sleep at night, maybe a nap during the day, prioritizing your nutrition, um, maybe taking time to, you know, take a bath or stretch, get a massage. These things are really going to make a difference during this time period. You know, anything that is going to help you relax is going to get your body into a better state to allow it to heal. And when we talk about nutrition, even though you aren't working out as much, you're running less, you know, I don't want you to worry about calories. I don't want you to reduce the number of calories that you are consuming each day, even though you are running less. I still want you to be eating just as many calories so that way your body can get all the nutrition and vitamins that it needs in order to performance best on race day, but also recover. So focus on those quality whole foods and you're going to be setting yourself up for a much successful, a much more successful race day. But there are some things that I want you to look out for and to be aware of. Because sometimes when we, you know, outside of the, 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 um, taper crazies, right? Outside of the mindset stuff, um, runners can experience something called like phantom pains. And normally when you're referring to like phantom pains, you're talking about someone that maybe has had an amputation of a limb. So maybe they'll feel pain in like a, a leg that's no longer there. And we're not talking about that kind of pain, but Still, runners might experience, you know, aches and pains that aren't necessarily there or weren't there the entire time you were training and then all of a sudden you're in your taper and now you have these aches and pains that are kind of 
popping up. And this is just another way that in anxiety can kind of manifest. You know, if we are worrying and we're stressing about race day, it can cause a lot of tension that can kind of lead to, to you know, aches and pains. Um, but also your body is in serious recovery mode, right? Which can also maybe lead to feelings of of tightness or intensities that can maybe think that that something is wrong when it's just your body's response to healing. So regardless of whether, you know, these pains are in our head or they're they're you're they're being brought up because of the taper, it doesn't make it any less um frustrating or scary to deal with, especially if you haven't had any injuries all training and now suddenly things are popping up in the one to two weeks before your race, you know, continue to focus on resting, continue to focus on giving your body a little love and a little TLC. And if you believe that it could be a true injury, if you think that this could be the start of something serious, as soon as possible, go get it checked out, you know. Maybe when you are training for a marathon and you feel a little ache and pain in your knee or your ankle, or your foot, you know, you might say, okay, I'll, I'll rest a day or two. And, you know, if it's not better by Monday, then maybe I'll go see a doctor. But when your race is in a week or two, you know, and you're feeling true pain that you think could be an injury, Go get checked out as soon as possible. Do not just wait a day or two. Go get checked out as soon as possible to see if there's something that <coughs> to see if there's something that you can do to get it taken care of. Um, so that way it's still not bothering you on race day. So get that checked out as soon as possible. Another thing that you might want to look out for is something called like the taper flu or the runner's flu. And it's very common for runners to get sick after a race. But it's also not completely uncommon for runners to get sick during their taper because during all of this hard training that you've been doing for your race, your immune system is suppressed. You know, your body is working really, really, really hard in all of your training, and now suddenly you're reducing your training volume. You're giving your body the chance to rest, and now suddenly you're dealing with some sniffles or some coughs. You know, you're dealing with uh, some things that are popping up because your body has has been just going for so long and these these little flus colds are starting to kind of appear now that you've given your body to actually you know the chance to actually rest so know that it, this isn't uncommon it's something that can happen. But if you know that it's a possibility for you to get sick, you know, after your race, before your race, um, you know, during this taper period, you can kind of be proactive about it by staying on top of your good nutrition, taking care of your body, um, staying up on your fluids. You know, this is going to kind of 
help your immune system be prepared for that kind of, you know, that dip when your body is trying to to recover and trying to repair and after having your immune system for being suppressed during your training. So know that that this is common, that this is something that I want you to just be aware of. You know, don't freak yourself out every time you sneeze. You know, don't go into a full-blown panic, but it's something that I want you to be prepared for. And also remember that if you are getting the sniffles leading up to your race and you still have those training runs, it's okay for you to miss a day or two of running if that means that it allows your body to recover from an illness. Uh, again, I would rather you show up to the race slightly undertrained but healthy and not, you know, pushing through it. And even if you have an ache or pain, you know, still continuing to run. Um, even if you're sick, you know, still trying to push through it and get in those last training runs. I would rather you rest and show up healthy and injury free than push through and show up not at your best on race day. So give your chance, yourself a chance to not only rep like recover your muscles, but also recover your health. You know, but I am, I'm not advocating for running while you're sick and running while you are injured. So I do just want to kind of put a little side note that if you are truly experiencing an injury or if you do get really, really sick before your race, it might be a really tough decision but I would rather you sit out from for one race than to have really serious or dangerous consequences by showing up to race day when you're not at your healthiest or making a small injury much, much worse by choosing to run on it on race day. Okay, so that's my side little note. But those things can happen during the taper. But if we're aware of it and we're proactive about it, um, hopefully you can get ahead of those things and go through your taper and feel fantastic come race day. So that's your taper. It's not something like super, super complicated. Um, you know, it's just a decrease in your mileage and your training volume. You know, don't be alarmed. Don't don't freak out. Trust the process. That taper is there for a reason. Follow your training plan. Rest up. Use that time to recover and happy racing. Of course, I wish you the best of luck on all of your races. I love to hear about the races that you guys are doing. I love seeing your emails come in. So send me those send me those race day stories. I love to hear about it. If you find yourself experiencing the taper crazies or the the taper tantrums as some might say, you know, tell me about it. Tell me what your experience is with the taper and how you cope with those things. So that is it for me today, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. 
to show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.